Hello, hello. How's it going? Right here. Everything's good. All right, here we go. Uh, all right, everybody, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Grown Faith Podcast. I am your host, Leo with an I, joined by the best calls from the West Coast, Bishop with a B. And today we are welcoming our first guest. I think she's with us now. Iris, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, that's awesome. All right, here we go. She is the creator of the Keys for Home, homeschooling in the, homeschooling in the Florida Keys, and her take on practical wisdom. Uh, I want to take the time and just say I really appreciate you doing this, and I um, uh, just wanted to thank you again for, for just being there for, for this. Um, I, I'm just appreciative. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And No, thank you for having me. Oh, man, this is really awesome. I didn't know how this would work with three people, and this is, I'm really excited right now. Uh, man, you, you guys, you guys uh, know each other from the past, too, correct? Right, right. Yes, I was, absolutely. I was actually just looking at a picture of, of Dior and I uh-huh. <laughs> when we were, like, 21. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. It was, uh, yeah, and especially over there, the, the church and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so time yep. flies. Uh, yes, uh, yes, we're old now. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, how many years ago was that? Uh, Gotta be like twelve, yeah. twelve, oh, thirteen my. years. Yes, yeah, it's got to be somewhere around that time. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> it's crazy because it feels like it was yesterday, though. Right, right. Many things do. It's, it's it's an amazing thing this time. A lot of people say time is speeding up too, and I I can believe it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I I feel that too, especially probably when you're living in the tropics in Bahamas like she is. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yes, right. yes. Paradise does slow time down a little bit. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it's something like that for me. Uh, moving here to Texas and being in the country, it's sort of slowed it down, but uh, it's still fast, though. You know, time's going by fast. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I wanted to say thank you for coming on. That I, I read your um, your your blog. It is once again. It's called the Keys for Home, Homeschooling in the Florida Keys, and her take on practical wisdom. And as I was reading it, I it, I think it was very well written. I I really loved it. Like it had my heart pounding. Oh, um, yeah, it was, it was it was great. And the reason why I felt that was because like I felt like I've I've lived part of it. You know where um where my wife being pregnant and and going through a, a transition. Like we she was pregnant when we planned our wedding, when we planned our move to Chicago, and eventually we moved down here to Dallas and. When I read it, I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, I can feel the intensity, the uh, the anxiety that I'm sure that you felt, and uh, yes. while you were moving, and you you did move, you did live in Los Angeles, uh, correct? You want to like run it down how maybe uh, how this played out? How did you move from Los Angeles to Miami, I believe, and yes, down to the Florida Keys? Well, you know, I pretty much grew up born and raised in Honduras and from there around the time I was 14 we moved to Los Angeles California and I that was pretty much all I knew you know and all of a sudden I found myself a a married woman um, first time mom pregnant you know and um, and life kind of went really fast from them from there, you know, from there, I was three mo- months pregnant when we bought our first house. And we didn't even see it. We bought it online, you know. Wow. And um, uh, it was a fixer-upper, a big project. And, you know, first-time parents, we were both very young with a little too much money in our pockets. Mm-hmm. And um, But this huge fixer-upper, we fixed it up nicely. 
learned so many lessons along the way. Added a second child, you know. Now this and, was um, in Los Angeles, or was this, this is in Miami? We bought Miami. We, yes, my husband's. My husband is originally from Key West, born and raised here in Key West, Florida, but his mother at the time lived in Miami and so his father had just passed away a year before him and I became a couple and um, he wanted to be close to his mom so we bought this house you know from California online over the phone you know and you you are a trusting person oh my god it was you know it was it's just um what you do, I guess, when you become an adult, you think you can take on life, you know. Uh-huh. And um, we learned a ton from that experience. Uh, we we um, learned not to invest a lot of money when you are newly married and uh-huh. pregnant, you know. Uh, we lived in that house for five years, though. And, um, and um, from there, we moved to Key West. And so, um, in that period of time, you know, God was dealing with us to learn how to be stewards of our finances, you know, how to trust each other in big decisions, how to, to be a married couple that has young children. And, um, and so, you know, I can tell you that, that buying a house and moving, it is, just stressful but you know we grew stronger together and and more in love and and our children were a blessing and and we're blessed through the transitions and so we're thankful and grateful we went through it you know mm-hmm. wow yeah as i was reading that it was um it was just something that i i that i can relate to yep 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 and like by going through that like um, with your kids, how was how was the transition? On you, the younger ones. You know, when we got to Key West, the second big move because it was, you know, we we had a, a few little moves in between uh, moving from California and and to Miami, but um, the biggest second move was from Miami to Key West because we were an already established family in Miami you know we had friends our kids had friends we had a church we had a church family and now we have two kids you know and we have job he my husband has a job we just started homeschooling and we gotta leave that comfort zone and go start new somewhere else and um, it was very difficult you know for me and the thing is that um I we bought a house and we were supposed to have a house within a month and then the day of the closing the the day we're we're signing you know our house over to us and money over to the seller she pulled out of the contract she turned out to be a believer who was going who was fighting to keep her home you know she was a single mother and um she was trying to um try to keep her home and friends and family advised her to just sell it. And so she was sitting in a position where whichever comes first, that's what I'll do. You know, if, um, if I work with the banks and they are able to let me keep my home, then I'll keep it and I'll take it out of the market. 
but if it sells, then it sells, you know, and it just happened that the day of closing, her miracle came through, you know, and so it wasn't, it wasn't um, something we were angry about, or, you know, it was like, oh, praise God, your, you know, prayers are answered, what's gonna happen to us now, you know, and so, but actually, I will tell you that I've had a pretty harsh things have happened in my life but one of the things that shook me the most in my entire life was that not knowing where we were gonna live you know and it's not like we were left to wonder or anything you know we had a place to stay but there was there was this fear that just took a hold of me you know and I was just questioning everything in life like what's going to happen what's going to become of us oh my gosh what if this came to us because we're not being obedient or we're not supposed to be here I mean it was just such a roller coaster of emotions for me and it seemed like you know, well, we'll, we'll get a new house within a month. We'll get a new house within two months. And then all of a sudden it's like seven months and we don't have a home. Oh my God. And we're moving from hotel to hotel to hotel. Cause there's no rentals down here. Oh. It's an Island, you know? So there's God. like no more room to make new homes. I mean, you know, they got what they got, you know? Hmm. And money is going out the door because this is a vacation destination. So we're eating out every day. We are staying at resorts pretty much, you know, because there really isn't like holiday inns or anything like that, you know? And so money is going out the door like crazy. Savings are running out and I hear nothing from God. It was just. Oh my God. Blind faith. Like what is going on Lord God. You know. And it was difficult. It was so difficult. And I am so thankful we went through it. You know. I'm just so grateful that happened. I remember towards the end. Of that journey. It had been already eight months they're still fighting to get a loan for us, you know, because we went from not being able to find a home to banks don't want to lend us money, you know, and we don't know what to do. And so it came down to like, we have three days to leave these um, hotel room. And I'm telling my husband, if this doesn't happen in three days, we are heading back to Miami. You know, we are not doing this. And um, I I cannot move the kids to another hotel room. You know, I I cannot move to another resort because, you know, what happens is that hotels would just let us have two nights or one week or we couldn't even rent something for a month, you know. So we were constantly moving and, oh, my goodness, it was just draining. And um, I remember the Lord asked me to fast for three days. And I had had this happen to me before, you know, where the Lord would be like, go into these fast things, seek my face, and I'll give you the desire of your heart, right? 
So I thought like it was these these recipe solution kind of a thing, you know. I, I had viewed fasting like that earlier on in my life. And so I thought, oh surely the you know, the second I am done with this fasting, you know, God is just gonna give me the best house ever. And it doesn't happen, you know. <laughs> And it's like, oh, Lord God, what is happening? I cried and cried to the very last second of, of signing this house. You know, I mean, I remember the person working with us, the, the realtor, he was also a believer. And that man was like praying, speaking in tongues that the banks in California wouldn't close, you know, before our banks did. So this transaction could go through. It was this you know, and God held that, the house that we ended up buying, God held it for a whole year for us, you know. And then God was also dealing with the owners of that house who happened to also be believers, you know, who were going through a similar situation with us where they weren't believing God. You know, they were looking at all these houses around them selling, but theirs wasn't selling because it was being reserved for us, you know. So at the end, when everything was over and you start finding out the story unveiling, you know, the why God wasn't allowing things to happen, you know, and why he, it took so long, you know, and everything I got out of that and my husband and my children, you know, is like you couldn't have it any other way. You know, it's like, oh, thank you that that happened because we got so much out of it. You know, the um, the sellers, the owners of that house that we ended up buying are one of our best friends to this day, you know, and they have been such a blessing for us uh, for the last four years in ways that I never imagined somebody was going to come through for us, you know, and um and just our marriage and just my faith. I tell everybody, you know, if God can keep you from hotel to hotel for eight months, you know, he can do anything, you know. And I also learned that God isn't scared to put you through things, you know. Like, he knows you're not going to break or melt or come out injured out of, out of whatever he allows you to go through, you know. And that was a lesson I hadn't learned yet in life, you know, that he isn't scared for you to go through things, you know, he's like, I got you. I know what's going to happen. I'm allowing you to go through this. And yes, you're not going to like it. And yes, it's going to be painful at times, but I'm okay with that, you know? And it's just um, a concept, um, an experience I had never really known, you know? So. Man. <laughs> It's a lot. Yes, yes, it is. You know, you know, speaking on all the things that you just spoke of, and and I'm sure it did. Um, but through the good times, and of course, towards the end, when you started to find relief and and things started to be answered, and just fast forwarding to where you are now, I'm assuming it had to have a transformative effect on your faith. Absolutely. And and in that, does it change how you um, approach uh, God to this day? based off everything he took you through going through that or has it stayed the same for you you know now it's like like a maturity mm -hmm. in my way of feeling and thinking you know right. 
whenever I feel like an anxiety, you know, an anxious situation coming on and I feel like my reaction to it is going to be, oh, what's going to happen, you know? It's like my soul immediately remembers, you know, that, that, hey, this is life. You know, it doesn't go according to plan. It doesn't just, nothing is easy, you know, and God is not worried uh, that something's going to happen to you, you know, like he knows exactly where he's got you. And so it's like my soul now understands a little bit more maturely, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that, uh, my reaction shouldn't be to worry or to be anxious or to start running worst case scenarios through my mind. You know, now it's like, okay, Lord, you know, here's the situation. Here's who you are. And here's whom I know you to be, mm-hmm. you know, through past experiences. And so where do we go from here? What is it that you're requiring me, requiring of me? You know, what is it that, that I need to see what he said that I need to learn, you know, and I find peace in that, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not going to say that, that we're perfect and quick to go there, you know, so maturely, but it doesn't take long to remember, wait a second, you know, we've gone through more difficult situations than this and we've seen you come through. And it was, it wasn't so much that it was, being through the difficult situation it was the revealing of why things were taking long of why you know we were we were in the situations we were it was so beautiful to find out the story behind the waiting you know and and so now I approach it like that you know whenever we're in 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 a situation you know that I can't, you know, I always find peace and, and comfort in going, well, I can't wait to see what the story was. You know, I can't wait to see that revealing right. after this is over, you know. And then I've also learned that that it will be over. Like, whatever the situation, it will be over. It will, it will come to an end, you know, and, and then you'll be able to see the other side of why. You know, and, and and it's never, it's not always a happy story. You know, it's not always a happy ending, but it is always, uh, it was God's will, you know. Mm-hmm. And and God's will is the, was, is the best option, even if it wasn't the option you were wanting, you know. And so I have learned that. You know, I never imagined that God was going to use a, a move in a, a real estate transaction to teach me that, you know, like it never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I'm grateful that it was that and it wasn't like, you know, like other people go through difficult things like, you know, disasters or losing a child or, or lower, you know, bigger things. And so. I'm just grateful that that he is merciful and that he uses everything for our good, you know. Right. And right. so I uh man, I'm a, I think I got like th- I think I got like three gray hairs listening to that story, you know. And 
I'm sure those those eight months felt like a lifetime. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, you're a dad, so you understand, you know, having a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Yeah. And... You need to update your, your, uh, your blog a little <laughs> bit and add a little bit because, like, I didn't, I did not, I, uh, it, it sounded like it went a lot more smoother yeah. than, and, uh, my God, yes. like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and with the effect of, like, because, like, I really wanted to have, like, the, the perspective of a woman, you know, but how was it on the, on your husband? Because um, as as me and you know Bishop can, you know, um, talk about being a father. I don't know how, like, to me, it, it's it's scary to me to not be able to. Like, oh, well, you know, you have this little, you know, this person that's that's relying on you. Absolutely. Um, you know, and did it have an effect on your husband? How well, did it yes, but it seemed to me that. And I praise God for it, you know, because it was one of the first times that my husband was able to fill in my faith gap, you know. Wow. Uh-huh. And um, and I never saw that coming, you know, because um, in our relationship, I was the the mature Christian, you know. He was the baby Christian when we when we got married, and so you know, up to that point, it was me teaching him this and me showing him that, you know, and, um, but in this, in this, uh, situation, it was him, the one believing, the one praying, the one confessing, the one praising God for every obstacle, you know, and he carried me, he carried me and carried our girls through it all. He was the one keeping joy, you know, he was the one looking at the glass half full you know while I was just melting down you know screaming and shaking my fist at the heavens of like answer me God you know where are you and um and um but previously though when we first bought our house that we we bought from California our very first home together as a married couple um you know had a great job he made six figures you know he's in his early 30s I'm in my early 20s and I left my house and I was like the first sibling to move away you know out of the state so my family was like oh we're gonna come see you every other day you know we're gonna be there monthly (laughs) and I have Mm. I have five brothers and I have um, two sisters so I'm telling my husband you have to buy me a big house because I have this big family that are going to come see me because I'm the first one to move out and I'm the first girl to get married and yada, yada. And so my husband's like, yes, ma'am. You know, so he bought me a five bedroom house. And and then I ended up having really expensive taste. You know, I had mahogany floors, you know, Um, I I don't like this paint anymore. Let's repaint it, you know. Oh, I want the uh, kitchen island to be bigger. Now I want it higher. Now I want it shorter, you know. Spoil rotten. And then, just then, we're about to go into labor. That month is our last month, and he loses his job. And he loses his job. We lose health insurance. We lose everything. You know, and it's like, oh, you know, and the house is half torn apart. 
Oh, and my. my husband's like, oh, so remember all the savings we have? Well, we're walking on them because we bought expensive floors, you know. <laughs> and that was really difficult for him, you know, because like you mentioned, you know, you're you're got to provide. And now you have this life coming into the world and you literally have no job, you know. And um, so that was really difficult for him. And, you know, my, my husband has two degrees, you know, and, and um, he's always been the boss. He's always been in charge. He's always been in a great paying job, you know. And all of a sudden, he's like, we don't have a job. We are about to pay out of pocket for a delivery, you know in one of the most expensive hospitals in Miami and oh, we man, need to of, we need to do something out of pocket uh pregnancy costs yes. out here i don't know my lord it's yes. i am so blessed i have uh, insurance <laughs> oh you know? our we, funny thing is that all of our four children we've paid out of pocket for our Wow. deliveries you know but our very first one was close to ten thousand dollars you know mm. and you know um, <laughs> my husband you know my husband the guy who I mean he's he, I saw the real him you know during those situations and I mean I remember him turning around and and grabbing his expensive bike and he's like this is going on ebay you know he went and traded oh, in his you know God. he drove um a sab um that was like a seventy thousand dollar car and he like sold that thing you know for whatever anybody'd give him and this is in 2008 when the market crashed you know and when everybody was out of work and he ended up having like five different jobs and just getting laid off one company after another company after another company. And I saw my husband, you know, go from making six figures to knocking on doors and being like, can I pressure wash your driveway, you know, for whatever you're going to pay me? You know, oh, I'll pressure wash your roof or whatever you'll pay me, you know. And and we ate macaroni and cheese, you know. <laughs> I remember... I remember we had our daughter and it was one of, it was my birthday. And for my birthday present, he bought a steak, a piece of steak, you know, cause we hadn't had meat in months, you know, and he cooked it for me. And that was my birthday present. And yeah, that's one of my favorite memories in life, you know, best steak I ever had, you know? And uh, so, so, you know, during those times, I carried him in faith, you know, when he would get, you know, he, he wasn't so much lack of faith for him. It was like a sense of responsibility, you know, where I have you and I have the baby and I can't provide, you know, or can't provide enough, but you know how God is. God is wonderful. And he came through for us big time. I mean, we look back and we are like, wow. And we are so thankful. We like we are so grateful. He took away all the, all the money. He took away all the comfort. He took away the car. He took away the things that we pamper ourselves with, you know, because then we learn to depend on him to be our provider. And I don't think we would have learned that otherwise, you know. And we became very wise from then on. We 
regarding money became very wise, you know. And um, we were able to turn around and sell that same house that cost us so much, you know, money and, and recover everything, you know. We recovered to the last penny from that sale. And it was like, oh, you know, all along you knew what you were doing, God, you know. But we are glad that what you took away, you didn't take it away forever, you know. But we did come mm. out stronger out of that, you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, uh, <laughs> this is not the way I thought this was going at all. And uh, this is, um, I, I think one of the, the main things that I, I took from that is that um, when like when you were like the person that was selling the house, she was a believer as well. Mm-hmm. She was waiting for, for her blessing. Yes. You know, and the end result was a positive one for you. And I think it could be a positive. And I always like this uh, grown faith podcast. Like, um, I don't know if you've heard from, heard the podcast before, but it's also to motivate, inspire people and of different cultures, different religions, different perspectives to come together, to grow, you know, and you didn't hate on her blessing yeah amen you know and here you got two people praying for a blessing that are going to the same direction Mm -hmm. and it's not like you were like well why them Mm -hmm. you know and i i think that um out of one thing that people can learn is um you know don't hate on the next person's blessing exactly you know just be grateful for what you have and yours will come and you know and uh yeah man that that that, i think i took from that that was uh that was awesome to hear that you know yeah my God. Yeah. That's, that's definitely some growing faith. <laughs> very big, big notches in the belt. Amen. Uh-huh. Oh, you know. man. Like, you got to be a completely different person from 12 years ago from when you met. Like, absolutely. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, um, you know, I came to Christ when I was 15, 16. I was sick. I was diagnosed with um, epilepsy. And uh, I had to take a semester from school. And all of a sudden, one of my brothers showed up and was like, oh, you know, I'm a Christian. And I was like, what is that? How do you eat it? You know? And um, (laughs) I had a friend in high school who was um, a Christian. And her and I used to uh, fight all the time because I defend being Catholic and she'd defend being Christian. and, And that friend happens to be your wife, your wife. Uh, and so she would try to talk to me about Christ and I was like no 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 you know you're wrong and and I defend um my catholic background and um but I didn't I just simply didn't understand what she was trying to to tell me you know but I loved her and she loved me and and she'd just say to me all the time you know I'm praying for you I'm praying for you she'd invite me to her church and um, my, my brother shows up and I'm a Christian. And then like a month later, all four of my brothers are Christians, you know? And so mm, wow. one of them approaches me and says to me, you know, sit down. I want to talk to you about, I live in God, I live in Christ. And so he starts talking to me about Christ. And I sincerely had never known who Jesus was. You know, I, it was like a first time I was listening to a living, about a living God, you know, not about a statue or, or an image of some guy who was 
judging everybody left and right, you know, which is the picture I had, unfortunately, you know, of God. And, um, and I remember, I remember that listening to my brother and just feeling like this is it, you know, this is, this is what I've been waiting for all my life. And I became a Christian that day. And in fact, you know, he taught me to the prayer to confess Christ, you know, and so I said my confession prayer and, and I'd say it every day for like a year, because I wasn't sure if I was saved, you know, and, um, but I grew very quickly to be very um, legalistic, you know, very, uh, if you don't do it this way, if you don't do it that way, then you're wrong, then you're going to hell and everything is sin, you know. I grew very quickly because that gives you a sense of security, you know, that gives you a sense of comfort. Mm-hmm. And, um, and at the time, life was difficult. But I came to church and there was some guy who was a prophet, you know, and he walked into the church. And he was like, God told me to come in here and talk to you. And, you know, the pastor was like, well, go for it. And gave him the microphone, you know. And he started sharing his testimony, very powerful testimony. And um, his name was Isaac. He was from, I guess he was from Africa. And um, he had an accent, you know, and. He's like, there's a girl here who's sick with epilepsy. Her name's Iris. Come on. I am not making Mm. it up. And he says, come over here. And I am just like, it's my first day there. And I'd never been there before. I actually remember my brothers. I actually remember I couldn't come into the church because I was wearing pants. And so one, one of the ladies there went and got a skirt so I could wear it so I could come in. Wow. You know, it was a really, really... Um, the Galistic Church and so I went in there and this guy is there and he says there's a Spanish song that God loves to hear he really loves it and he puts a smile on his face when you all sing it and he starts like you know trying to get the tune going and everybody just bursts singing this song you know and uh, it needs a traditional, like like a hymnal in, in, in Spanish, mm. you know. And everybody's singing this song, and I just feel like I'm home, you know. And he calls me up. I go up to the altar, and he's like, oh, the devil's been trying to kill you since you were little. He starts telling me every single thing that's ever happened to me. And he says, but God is here to tell you that he loves you. He's with you. He's never allowed any attack from Satan to be successful, and he will never, you know. And this is another attack that's come against your life, and God is healing you today, you know. And I was like, okay, you know, like, I mean, what am I going to tell this guy? No, you're wrong, you know, and he's telling me my whole life, you know. And he's never seen me. Nobody's ever seen him before. And it was, it was, that was my welcome to Christ service you know and um and from then on I was like that's it you know crisis for me this is this is it I mean there's any there is nothing anywhere for me than this but I thank God you know that that uh, though we started a little rocky with the legalism and and um 
he quickly took us out of that you know he quickly took mm-hmm. myself and my family out of that and 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 I praise God you know all all of our family members are believers you know and and um most of my brothers are still serving the Lord you know in ministry and so God has been good God has been merciful you know that's um yes wow Yes. Well, uh, I wish we had uh, more time to talk about this. This is uh, this was awesome, man. Uh, this is more than I expected. I don't know about you, Bishop. Uh, Absolutely, I'm I'm, I'm sure this this alone is going to grow somebody else's faith that's <laughs> listening to it. I mean, this encouragement yeah. is, is, is is everything. Yeah, and uh, man, I, I, we would um, love to have you back on if you ever. Oh, to come absolutely, back here. absolutely. This was great. This was great for me, and I hope it's great for the people yeah. that are listening. Absolutely, uh, I know this was for somebody, and uh, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in again. You can catch us at uh, Grown Faith Podcast at Gmail dot com, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I surely did, and Definitely. thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you, Iris Hamlin. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Check her out. Uh, check her out. Her blog. You guys would be. Uh, you guys would uh, love the story, man. And I think you need to write another one uh, because that was great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you. Uh, thank you again. Uh, thank you for having me. We appreciate you. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Good night. Okay.